Hey, I'm Zach. I'm the lead pastor here at Restore. Thanks so much for checking out this week's podcast. I hope that it encourages you and inspires you, and I also hope that it challenges you. And I want you to know that we are in our year in the greatest commandment, looking at this great commandment from Jesus to love God and to love people. And so I hope more than anything that this encourages you to love God and to love the people around you in a more holistic way. I also hope that you have some people around you to talk through some of these things with. And if you don't, we would love to see you at one of our Sunday gatherings or in one of our Restore groups. You can get all that information on our website at restoreaustin.org. I hope you enjoy the message. Thanks. So I I don't normally do this, um, but I have to start out this morning um, just kind of speaking the truth a little bit. I know it's going to be controversial. I know it's going to be divisive, but sometimes something needs to be said It just needs to be said. So I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm going to get right into it. I'm just going to say it. The Christmas season starts on November 1st. Okay? It does. I don't care what you think. You Scrooges and you Grinches out there that want to wait until after Thanksgiving to start the Christmas season. I'm not here for it. I'm not going to stand for it any longer. One month is way too short to celebrate Christmas. I want one-sixth of my year to be spent listening to Christmas music and watching Christmas movies and looking at Christmas lights. I put my lights up on the outside of my house. It was 95 degrees outside. (laughs) Did I care? No, because I love Christmas unapologetically. And even if you are a Grinch or a Scrooge out there, by now, right, what is it, December 7th? December 8th, we can agree Christmas season has started now, at least, right? Give me a nod. Okay. So we're all happy. It's Christmas time. The trees are up. Things are good. Now, even if you wandered in here off the street, by now, hopefully, you probably know that I'm a pastor, and this is a church, and so when we talk about Christmas and the Christmas season, we talk a lot about the birth of Jesus. And there are a lot of verses all throughout Scripture, the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, that talk about the birth of Jesus, even ones that predict the birth of Jesus. But there's one in particular that gets quoted a lot around this time of year, and it's one of my very favorites. It's from an ancient Jewish prophet named Isaiah. Here's what he said. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will rest on his shoulders and he shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Love that text. Isaiah predicts that this Savior will come into the world, that he will be a light in the darkness, that he will be a child who is born, a son who is given to us, and that he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Today we are in the second week of a four-week teaching series based on these four titles that Isaiah gives. And we actually named it after Isaiah's quote. The series is called, He Shall Be Called. Week one was Wonderful Counselor, and today we're going to talk about Jesus as our mighty God. And of the four titles given to this Savior that would come, I know this one would have been the most shocking to the original audience. You see, it would have been so shocking because it says directly that this Savior will be God. And if you remember the Ten Commandments that God gave Moses, the very first one seems to directly contradict this. Here's what it says. Then God gave the people all these instructions. He says, I am the Lord your God 
who rescued you from the land of Egypt, the place of your slavery, you must not have any other God but me. So God has explicitly told people not to have any other gods except him, but now Isaiah is predicting that the Savior will come, and this Savior will be God as well. But it's important to notice that Isaiah does not say that this Savior will be a God or another God, but simply God. He further clarifies what he means in a different part of that same